0: Howdy, howdy, high, high. everyone is you could call me multiply just so you know yes, that's yes, right I'm
1: once again we're back again again this, again this week but really, we're back the again world, for, the time. for the first for the first time the comprehensive beatdown I am a Bonilla. I'm silent G. G and what's up this is a little different way for us so, uh, to start off the podcast so yeah, so yeah.
2: Um, this is a artist named <laughs> Shamir that uh actually um A friend of mine told me about last year and got a lot of critical... Acclamation for the album. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a good friend of ours and a listener, um, a regular listener of the podcast, named Brian. He's um, always like recommending me, uh, what, you know, like uh, hip hop artists that are um, LGBT. Right? Yeah, right. Gotcha. So, um, I was thinking. You know, we, I've never done one of the albums on here before, and I was thinking it would be cool, um, considering Orlando this weekend yeah, if I finally came through and uh, played one of Brian's recommendations. So Good. I asked him for a recommendation. Oh, I like wanted that. to do that kind of as a tribute uh, to what happened yeah. over the weekend in Orlando. So real quick, no I want to read um, what uh, Brian... Uh, sent me in uh, his text when he was telling me about this song and he said I could read it on right. on the air so All right. um, he said I think you should play On the Regular by Shamir it's not hip hop and he's not rapping really it's poppy and I don't even know if it's something you would even normally like or listen to uh, but it's a skinny androgynous queer black boy having fun saying you know what this way that I appear in front of you right now this is the way that I am I'm like this every day and I walk through life like, life like this every Day And reject the idea that I need your permission to do so. And it's fucking fun. It's fun despite what religious fanatics and motherfuckers with guns think. It's fun that twirls in the faces of assholes who call us fags. This is who we are on the regular, and don't think for a second that we're trying to hide from you or apologize for it. Um, so that's what our uh, friend had to say about that. Uh, you know, it's a very heavy weekend. Um, there's a lot of issues swirling around this, political, social, religious, um, all that kind of stuff. And I mean, it's just... It's that? a mess. It's, it's, a, it's uh, a huge I mean, it's, mess, it's, yeah.
1: Uh, and to aside happen, from being one of the most just heart-wrenching, probably the most heart-wrenching thing to happen in the social media era by far.
2: Right. Um, uh, closest to home yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I because mean, you you're know? talking
1: about, you know... I mean, we're getting Snapchats. You know, you're seeing see, a lot of what was going see. on yeah. inside. You know, because you, you would get people's it's viewpoints that survived the you know. events. Mm-hmm. But you're seeing, like, people that lost their lives and what their last second. I mean, it's it's yeah. absolutely just, I, I mean, there's no way for me even to describe it. I, I was, my heart sunk. Um... Could it, could it, which is really weird, because I actually couldn't sleep that night. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I don't know, whatever. Well, we went to the, that, but the vigil
2: um, at um, one of the local bars on Sunday afternoon. ton of people showed up. It was really good. Great, and yeah. But, you know, you... You we're hearing people talk about, you know, mentioning, like, the Stonewall stuff and things like that, and, yeah. you know, the as far as, like, the LGBT movement has come just in the last decade, you know, like, yeah. how much it's out there and, like, how much progress is being made, this is, like, that's one of those moments it's going to go down in that fight, you know? It's, like, oh, if yeah. you're looking at these, you know, this is, like, the not to, I don't want to, I'm hard to make this analogy, but kind of like the dogs and water hoses kind of moment. You know, like this is going to be one of those cornerstone moments in this movement and see where we go, you know, from there, you know, and to happen in the political climate that it's happening in and all that. Um, so we just wanted to show a little love and a yeah, little um, bit of, a, uh, absolutely. A, you know, respect and um, definitely hearts broken as they announced the victims' names. And uh, my wife posted up a thing, like some in depth look some of the victims today it's tough so um yeah so there you go we want to make sure we did that uh so thanks for submitting that track um and being such a good friend and listener brian we appreciate it yeah brian thank you so the album for this week is our first ever live album yeah i think uh and this is by a a group that we're fans of um, Shabazz Palaces yeah. on Sub Pop Records. Uh, formerly, uh, you'll recognize a voice of one of the rappers, um, Ishmael Butler, who used to be Butterfly in With uh, Planets. Planets. And he does this real, you know. Which is where I got the name for Key Beat a Lock from. Exactly. We yeah. Beat a Rap with Key ah. Beat a Lock, yeah. So, did we do the album? I don't think we've done one no, of their we albums have not, yet. It has, no. One hasn't come out since we've done the podcast. They have two yeah. really fantastic um, albums out on Sub Pop. Um, what is it? Let's Majesty. And Black Up. And Black Up, yeah. yeah. So, this is live from Third Man Records, which is uh, Jack White's thing. Yes. Like, the, his record company. Um, and they have... It's up in Nashville, and they have a big studio up there and stuff, so... Yeah, this is, if you're a fan of Diggable Planets, you're like, ooh, I'm going to dig this because of Diggable Planets, uh, the no, comparison's in right there, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's,
1: it's noth- well, really nothing Any of anybody from Diggable Planets is doing lately is anything like what Diggable Planets was. Yeah, very um, true. Even Lady, you know, Ladybug, and, uh, it's, it's, they're all doing different things. Right. The cherry wine stuff was really cool, mm-hmm. but it was nothing... You know, it was just you know, I, they Digable Planets was its thing for a while, and and uh, they've all branched off, and uh, which they were. If you ever listened to any of their stuff, they were very much musical hip hop. Right. You know, I mean, you got always got that feel from them. And so.
2: very left of center for the time they came out, and in, oh, yeah. and in 2016, this is kind of what left of center hip hop yes. sounds like. You know. Definitely go back and listen uh, to their albums if you haven't before, dear listeners, Um, because if you like experimental music, weird music of any kind, uh, this is where it's at right here. This is the first song called New Black Wave, and I haven't listened to this yet. I didn't even realize it was coming out until last week. I had no idea. Yeah. But you can tell this is not your uh, average hip-hop music here at all. They're on Sub Pop Records, the uh, legendary um, indie rock label from Seattle. Yeah. Birthed uh, Nirvana and a lot of the grunge bands of that era. We have done some sub some, uh, pop stuff. We did. Um, well, we did their uh, kind of sister group. Um, Oh, God, what's the name of that group with the, the girls that sing? And he's on a couple of the songs. Oh,
1: the girl that came to the Offbeat.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, it's one of my favorite uh, albums from that year, and I can't remember the goddamn name of it. Give me a second. Yeah, as soon as you say it. Hold on. Let me look
1: it up. As soon as I see it, it's going to come to my head. Oh, I'm yeah. Right as I see it. <laughs>
0: It's the leaving black stuff. Finds a scheme fuck fit. All I dreamed, and that's what's up to see. Oh, bacon bay, a brim, broke chain swing, a space cake, boys' race, and a cake and nigger language. God's found only favors, baby, caught the thing like magic golden purple running like a fucking lake. Self saving cream chaser in my bad language. Craig, paper, super grid. The satisfaction.
2: The satisfaction, that's, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so they're uh, highly connected to this group. Um, also on Sub Pop. Yeah. Um, he was on really, a couple I didn't tracks. I Pat putting out stuff on Sub Pop. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. Mm-hmm. I think several of his albums have come yeah, out on Sub I did right?
1: I, I never. I guess maybe I don't pay attention to comedians' albums, like what they come out on. But
2: yeah, uh, I usually somebody just gives them to me and I listen to them. <laughs> I want to say David Cross has some albums on Sub Pop, maybe.
0: Cool label. That was
2: one of the first labels in high school, as far as like rock and roll labels, that I got into. In fact, a bit of history the first website I ever looked at was the Sub Pop website. Really? In like 95 or 96, something like that. Um, My buddy had AOL at his house, the first person I knew that had the internet. And uh, that's the website we brought up.
1: I don't know what I don't know what was the first website I ever looked up but I know the first website that I ever like visited on the regular was OK player. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but you know, I guess that ties into my my music, you know. Prolificies Mine was uh, Sandbox Automatic Sandbox I went to Sandbox Automatic Every day In the 90s Or the late 90s Just hoping there'd be Something new Yeah And just looking at all the 12 inches they had And it was back in that era
2: They had all the cool t-shirts Yeah Uh, I ordered Probably a dozen t-shirts Off that website through the end of college And high school Yeah Yeah man What a great
1: site i Think I think it's still operational. It is. Is it? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, digital Gravel's still up, too. But, uh, I went to Hip Hop Site a lot,
2: but that's gone now. They shut that down. Hip Hop Site? Um, HipHopSite.com. Yeah. yeah. And UGHH, Underground Hip Hop just don't that's go to UGHH. still around yeah I think awesome. it changed up a little bit from when look, I was Sandbox Automatic still looks the same it does <laughs>
1: <laughs> that they is hilarious they never put money into design they're like look it ain't broke we ain't right. fixing it um yeah that's awesome
2: that's hilarious good job Sandbox for still being there
0: yeah
2: alright so we're on to uh, right. Eulogy the third track on the live album So I was reading on Third Man Records, they uh, love um, these guys. They said, I think 2014, whichever one of the albums came out in 2014. Lace Majesty. Yeah, they said that was uh, the most played record on the turntable at the offices that whole year. That's cool. So they had them in. They actually recorded this last year. Sorry, I got the burps. um, Last year. And they said they've been sitting on it for too long, so they just decided to release it. Yeah. I guess last week or maybe even this week. Who put it out? They do. Third man. Third man. Right, put yeah. It out? Okay. So remember when the third man truck came to off the yeah. re- there that yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. So what you what they have on there is like all the stuff that they put out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. um it's pretty cool, like live albums. Um, anyone can come in there at like any time. And record and they have a seven inch record presser there. So like you can come in and record a song and get it pressed right to vinyl. You know, like buy yourself a copy. But uh, yeah, all kinds of artists come through there, you know, because cool. everyone loves that. I don't I'm not a fan of Jack white at all, but he's very well respected and people love what they do. So when that truck came, the menu for the truck of all the records they had, they had tons yeah. of shit that like you can only get like through them. Through them, you know, yeah. Like, you can order stuff. I mean, or they have the stuff truck you can comes. only get through the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's stuff you can order from them. I got a friend that has ordered, I think, uh, up in, like, at some point last year, he had every third man release really? ever. Because there's some package deal, I think, where you can order and they'll send you stuff as it comes out. But, yeah. So uh, like people commercial. are there's a big cult following just for the stuff yeah. that they play. Well, I out noticed that
1: now. when when the truck showed up to Offbeat, mm-hmm. I mean it's just a
2: lot. It's unbelievable, of people, man. Yeah, oh, they basically no. hand you a menu and then you walk up like a food truck and, and tell order them what your, your records. You want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they hand you a big stack of records.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know what their live setup is. It doesn't sound like they have a band. It sounds like some electronics probably yeah well the one um
1: i don't know if it 10 day um is like a uh, multiple multiple instrumentalist mm-hmm. so i mean he plays a bunch of different stuff so uh, what it kind of sounds like is they're kind of they're set up in that way like he just plays a bunch of stuff yeah. while, while yeah he could be playing that shaker right now yeah, on yeah, top of the butter- keyboard or 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 while Ishmael, uh, yeah
2: perhaps or whatever butterfly, butterfly. butterfly. Butterfly Cooling on the Weekend What else is he go by? buy? Uh, oh, I read it on the Wikipedia page yesterday And Digwell Pal- Planets Pal- are playing Pal- some shows Lizarro. Oh yeah, that's it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the Planets are on, t- are about to be on tour Yeah. The they do that every few yeah. That was our uh, first was night say, of our honeymoon With the Digwell Planets I was gonna reunion was have show. you guys seen them? Yeah, about five times Four nice. or five times, nice. I guess they're fun. They put on a really good show. Yeah, the honeymoon trip was the first tour, <clears throat> that first reunion tour yeah. they did. And then every couple years, they would come back. We saw them in Colorado a few times, saw them open up a Sound Tribe New Year's show one year. Yeah, That's Colorado, awesome. they they get oh, pretty yeah. good love, They played you know? at the Fox whenever they were on tour, you know. But that first one on the honeymoon was unbelievable. Cause she has been waiting. Shit, it was like Decade at that point, oh, waiting yeah. for them yeah, to like yeah. if if they ever do anything again.
0: Yeah.
2: I remember I bought a T-shirt at that show, and it was the absolute worst T-shirt I've ever bought really? in my life. Like uh, quality wise. Yeah. First wash, it like shrunk up to like where it didn't even like cover <laughs> my torso, <laughs> and the uh, the printing like one. half of it washed off. So. I love you. It nice. shrunk up so bad that Catherine couldn't even like salvage it. You know, nice. it was uh, it was unbelievable. But see, but
1: see, if you now you could have turned it into a Waller. it could have been a frame picture, yeah, yeah. could have been wall art.
2: <laughs> but man, they like you could tell they printed those up at the last place in the world that would print them T-shirts uh, the night before they went on tour. You know, I wish I still had that shirt. I'd love to know what company that shirt was. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> It was awesome. It had the big uh, comb on it. It just yeah. said Diggable Planets. It's like, oh, this is perfect. Wore it once, and then it died. <laughs> A fiery death. Yeah. All right, so we're on to clown music is the next song here.
0: It's good quality on the live recording. They definitely, yeah. you
2: can tell they've recorded some live shows there before. Yeah. That's for sure. I
0: appreciate it.
2: Alright, so while we're still early on, we didn't do our plugs earlier, so um, let's say them all again. We mentioned KB to lock already. Dope uh, media dope media network network. Like um Cop beat feet down on Twitter. That's right. Uh, Getting a few followers here and there. You guys need to get off your ass and uh, yeah, follow make us. the follow.
1: Gosh dang it.
2: Right. Uh, what Facebook, we Facebook, we're on. We're on Conference beat Beatdown on Facebook. Uh, comprehensivebeatdown@gmail.com. Yeah. Comprehensive beatdown at gmail.com. Comprehensive beatdown on iTunes. On iTunes, yeah. So we're all over the place. It's up yeah. to you guys to get out there and find us and shit. We're Queer, Yeah, and look on the uh, description of the podcast. There's links to everything. Um, so, yeah, that's where you can find us. Uh, and as always, check out our friends, Roguish Gent. Token Talk. Um, local Elsewhere. Local Elsewhere. Uh, woke Sports. Woke Sports. Um, Bose Podcast, um, which is Let's Talk Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. On the pedestrian, And we'll be on uh, Satchel here before too long. And we have a meeting next week. I think we're going to discuss the next step of the uh, Jackson Podcast Takeover thing. Yeah. So you guys be looking out for that. So, yeah, there you go. That's how you uh, find us out there in the world.
0: Yep. I show off with no more, it's so soft, it's so soft. We don't fuck with you no more, and there's no loss. pump you, talk to you like Tron, do you know boss? In a and band, just rock with land, mashin' you not. Sign the pick me up, and they go in the new Porsche. These are just the purse, you's a jerk like the new boys, Talkin' cheap, about this week. You make it back to sleep. Five bet red and butted in the Seatale Street. You get actually hundred people, and it will announce you And we all talk of the mic on the place to be. Get fired on the place
2: in the place. Nice. All right, so this is uh, they come in gold. Yeah, that's what it says.
0: So we got soccer on
2: right now. Um, If you're a soccer fan, this has been a fantastic past week or so.
0: You got the uh,
2: Euro Cup games at night and the Copa America during the day. The United States won their group. They're going on to play Ecuador this week, I think. That's good. Yeah. Cool. Pretty good stuff. Uh, I watch soccer a lot with the wife. I don't watch it at all unless it's with uh, you guys. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a lovely sport, and you can watch soccer like all year, like all the pro leagues in Europe, all the different countries. Then they all play each other, and you know like national games and stuff. But I really only watch like the big tournaments like this. You that's, know? that's the
1: one thing I like about soccer that I don't. Uh, I used to discount it as a kid. Like, I just didn't really care about soccer. Yeah. But I like the fact that the world kind of comes together and plays mm-hmm. soccer. You know, that that's pretty neat to me.
2: Was the, I was reading the other day on the, the, the FIFA thing that it's estimated that, like, shit, I'm going to say the wrong number. Whatever the number was, it blew my mind. It was something like 650 million people around the world play soccer <laughs> or some shit, you know, like. You know 10% of the world's population which is unbelievable you know yeah but it is it's the world sport for sure it's a great equalizer um you know there's countries with more money and power but really anyone can you know be good at soccer you know but yeah it's uh I don't watch it all year I think I get sick of it like as much as I complain about basketball season about to be over um I certainly don't want to watch basketball 12 months a year you know then you kind of get sick of it at some point, I yeah. think. Baseball already runs like 18 months a year. So. <laughs> All right, going on to um, Solemn Swears, which is number six on the live set here. Um, and we should mention last week we were thinking we would not see any more basketball by the time we got here. But uh, we did get a game five and definitely a <laughs> game six, yeah. which I think we'll get a game seven out of this probably. It's a good chance. Uh, I'm not going to – I wouldn't put money on it, but we definitely could see an extra basketball game. Yeah. Just Um, think if Kyrie could play that, play that way like 10% of the games out of the season, they would have swept him.
1: he's (sighs) –
2: Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting, as I put my beer in the koozie, um, yesterday when I woke up, I was watching – When you woke – when I got woke, uh, I got woke and watched the sports Center to get unwoke. So they were doing these analytics, I forget what show it was, but talking about the percentage of times that Kyrie came down the court in game four and shot without making a pass. And it was an inordinate number of times. Actually, through the whole series, I think up to game four, it had been 39 times down the court where he came and shot without – Passing the ball at all, yeah. right? And I think he had made like 14% of those shots or something like that. Nice. That's terrible. That's brilliant. So I was saying yesterday, I was like, well, he just got to quit shooting. Well, last night, he kind of did the same thing, except this time, I think he hit like 70% <laughs> of his shots without making a pass yeah. down the court. He yeah. plays like that every night, and yeah. it and barely again. ever works. And it happened yep. to work in game five last night. That's why I don't trust that guy at all. I've got a, I've got a, uh,
1: I've got a uh, statement to make. We just mentioned woke. And um, nice. I noticed that uh, someone called uh, Brad Pitt.
0: I was a little bit shy to talk to him, but uh, after I did, we had a nice topic. Talk about the weather and stuff. And I had to tell him. Girl, all right, I'm back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> little technical difficulties there. So you're starting something about Brad yeah, Pitt so and someone woke. called
1: Brad Pitt the wokest white man in Hollywood. Really? So.
2: Interesting. That
1: leads me to a little conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. Is he involved with woke sports?
2: I don't know. Um, I'm not even sure that woke sports exist, so. Yeah, he could be, though. I wish he I was. I mean, if, 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 say, Brad Pitt existed,
1: uh-huh. all right, and woke sports existed. right in the same like the same universe, not like a parallel universe, right. but like the same exact like time and space with yeah. one another. Right, would would Brad Pitt be involved with woke sports by proxy? I don't know. That's a very good question. Since he's the wokest white man in Hollywood,
2: the wokest white man in Hollywood.
1: What kind of title? Like I would have that on my. Yeah. stall. who
2: said that? Do you remember? I can't remember. I'll, I'll look it up right now. I would now. think that it'd would be remember. Leonardo DiCaprio before Brad Pitt. See, but that's
1: what makes him so woke. Yeah, is because I think we're diving a little too deep into no, this. No, no, keep going. But it's the fact that he's so woke that he's got the whole world believing Leonardo DiCaprio is the wokest uh, man in Hollywood.
2: Right, DiCaprio. I guess DiCaprio gets too much like supermodel pussy to like. Focus yeah, on being he woke. He yeah. upsets
1: the balance of wokeness.
2: He does, I uh, agree which with is that. probably,
1: you know, I can't fault the man. Right. But I, I think that I um, <laughs> can't believe I'm googling Brad Pitt wokest white man.
2: I can't either. <laughs> I hope your iPad uh, doesn't shatter. I hope they
1: don't send the freaking G-men after me. <laughs> All right, the undefeated. I don't even know what that is. Is that a website? Yeah.
0: Comes in this new light, the strangest, strongest one. I've had the pleasure. the pleasure, i got my head up. How Brad Pitt's production
1: company is making marquee movies so yeah, by like and about and black folks.
2: Uh, uh, uh. Uh. So he's like, tit-tap, kind of. <laughs> oh, that <tap>. oh, maybe <laughs> He is a hope <laughs> pit, That's for sure <laughs> uh, Brad Hope.
0: pit <laughs> That's,
2: what that's fucking dumb say. But yeah Honestly What movie is he making About black folks Did he do Free, uh, free State of Jones Didn't didn't he produce that movie Is that right No
0: like really So uh, tw- ah, no. I don't want to say he had something to do with that. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it. I know that we should just touch, touch and agree. Touch, touch, and agree. Touch, let's just touch and agree. My research finds conclusively that you and me should touch.
2: His
1: so, research it? finds conclusively 12 that... Twelve Years a Slave? Oh. Selma? Are these his production company what's
2: well damn he is woke woke Brett give it up for hope It. Is Pitt. is woke all right we're on to uh swerve the reaping of all that that is yeah. worthwhile
0: so
2: great name for a song
0: in my travels i found two kinds of folks
1: Okay, Plan B is the name of his production company I don't know I'm I'm reading too much of this My eyes are starting to bleed But, um, yeah
0: I just thought that was funny
1: That, uh The
2: Wokest White Man That's a hell of a title, though I'm just gonna put that out there Oh
0: Yeah Yeah that uh, is
2: pretty damn funny.
1: Yeah. I thought it was clickbait at first, but it really wasn't. <laughs> he actually is that woke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy's going to lay down on the ground and cry now. Barely got touched. Those oh, soccer players are good at that. Look at all the blood on the
0: ball. See look at that
1: didn't even touch the guy.
0: No, nah, you don't have to. Damn yeah, you if you are guy. a
2: fan of basketball and you have problems with flopping in basketball, you cannot watch and soccer. that makes you angry. Do Every not ever men's, men's soccer. Men's women's soccer. soccer doesn't
1: seem to be that way. Yeah,
2: and you know, for obvious reasons I prefer women's soccer. For obvious reasons. Right. I married a soccer player. I knew when I was 14 that I was gonna marry a soccer girl one day and I did. And you're right. And That's I was right. You're right. I knew pretty woke too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So men's soccer is just it's funny because like it's so more so much more aggressive than the women's game, yeah. but so much more bitchy and whiny than the women's You know, so like my patriarchal mindset is like, "Ooh, the women should be bitchier." You know what I'm saying? It was like actually the dudes are, and then you consider that's where you get woke. It is, and that's where you kind of I broke free of the patriarchy as best I could. I like it, but then you also realize it's like you're watching like two Eastern European teams play, and there's really nothing like. Winier or cheesier than eastern european dudes you know i'm just going to go ahead and say that you know so if you're watching like i don't even want to name the countries i don't want to be that offensive but you don't need me to tell you that eastern european dudes are a goofy lot you know what i'm saying um and to watch yeah so i don't know it's just it, it's really interesting but the girls don't pull that shit. The girls will knock your fucking ass, like, into the dirt, you yeah, know, and you can like bitch it. about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, complain about
2: that. But some hey. goofy dude with a mohawk faking yeah. it? Nah, no good.
1: Here, I need to I need to read these real quick. Hold on. This is a, just a tweet that uh, Maceo from De La Soul retweeted. Oh, nice. Um, so this, uh, somebody put rap names throughout history, so it's basically, here we go. Okay. Edgar Allen flow. Okay, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah okay. no big deal. <laughs> Biz Marquise de Sade.
2: Mm, I like it.
1: <laughs> Colmo de Roosevelt. <laughs> but here's here's the best one. Here's the best one. Ponce de la soul <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Ponce
2: de la Soul. Ponce de la Sol. I like it. I like that a lot. Oh, and shout out to uh, Hamilton for winning 11. Everything. They won 11 of the 16 Tonys they were yeah. nominated for. Have you listened to that soundtrack? Have you listened to any of it, of Hamilton? It's, it's
1: really good. Mean. I've heard it's really good. It is
2: fantastic. Um, you, you think the premise sounds like it wouldn't work, but it's I think it's I've, I've, got it, I've
1: got it on something queued up
2: to listen to. Yeah, it's on Spotify. Well, I swear I'll listen to it. All right, this is uh, Free Press and Curl, track number eight. Yeah, but that guy's amazing. Uh That guy's a genius. And the drummer who plays, or the guy that plays drums in the Hamilton production, um, he's going to be all over the new Fish album that comes out later this year. Yep. Cool. Mm -hmm. They met at the show when... uh, and band and their wives went to see it after New Year's and I think he's as it stands now know, is going to be on like every song on the new album
0: Love so it. that's cool I
2: have you ever noticed ever the abundance of rainbows it? we've been getting I in, in
0: the
2: area lately I yeah there was a uh, there's another big one here my sister just sent me a picture of nice there was a big one out by the airport yesterday I saw a Scrap uh, Scrap Dirty yeah I, put,
1: yeah, I yeah. put that I put that one up yesterday too that I saw I leave it
2: I I was standing outside, it was raining and it was sun shining, but with all the trees around the neighborhood, I wasn't able to see anything, I'm sure there was one around somewhere.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful.
2: I saw a rainbow at a dead show one year, and this was after Jerry died, is when they were like touring just as the dead, Yeah. so just to be funny, I went, and I think they were playing that song called He's Gone, I think that's the song they were playing. But uh, I went, dude, it's Jerry. And like 300 people around us just started screaming and clapping and stuff. I was like, no, guys, I was just kind of being funny. You know, it's like, you're not Too just, late. you know, that's not Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not Jerry,
1: right? But it could have been, man. No, man, he told me he was here with us. It's Jerry, bro. It's Jerry, bro. It's Jerry, bro. I think i will say this about um this but well, it sounds really good and it's really the quality on it's really good mm-hmm. it's something i probably appreciate a lot more having been there
2: oh um, yes, definitely. yeah definitely
1: because this kind of this kind of stuff i mean this is this is built for the live experience it is you know um what
2: i find with live albums and i've mentioned before i listen to a lot of live albums are you like, you're not lying um a lot of bootlegs especially it helps if you've seen that artist before so uh, you can picture in your head you know yeah. so if i've ever seen uh, shabazz palaces before and could picture this in my head i think it'd make it a different experience you oh, know yeah. i gotcha that's why you can just like pop on any fish show because you can you know exactly what they look like on stage and where they're standing and stuff I I mean, yeah i'm missing that experience because i've never seen this group live before i don't know that they toured that much i mean i don't know that i've ever seen a tour date in new orleans or anything before yeah Um, and i'm saying that as an excuse for never seeing them there's no excuse for me not seeing them before but that's what i got that's all i got i
1: mean if if that were true though that'd be a decent excuse
2: true Uh, but i don't know that that's true i'm just kind of making shit up right now to make myself feel better for not seeing these guys live,
0: that's very uh, different planets,
1: mm-hmm. Rammish.
0: Let's yeah.
1: go. Uh, uh, um, they aren't going to be anywhere near here anytime soon.
2: Yeah. This is something you... Oh, crap. They're playing with Radiohead. Oh, that's right. I read about that yesterday, too. They're opening some shows for Radiohead. Oh. Yeah, Ugh. so that means, like, 2,000 of the 20,000 hipsters that are in the show early are going to get to ignore Shabazz Palaces before yeah, Radiohead's like, show. Yeah, they're doing,
1: like, California shows with Flying Lotus, uh, Clinton with Parliament, Funkadelic, Damn. Uh, Thundercat, and uh, Gaslamp Killer.
2: Oh, that's on Radiohead? No. Oh, that, just with them, okay. Um,
1: there's just a couple shows with Radiohead. Okay. A of shows with Radiohead. Okay. Do you remember that time think, we I went to that
2: Radiohead show and ignored that hip hop yeah. group yeah. that played yeah. before them? I think, that was Radiohead,
1: awesome. I think a Radiohead crowd would like these guys. I though. think they
2: would, if they could, like. If get their hands capable. out of their pockets and not stare at their shoes for yeah, 30 they minutes. they were
1: capable, of, well, they wouldn't look at them. They wouldn't look at the stage. Right. You know, but I could see them sitting there, like, nodding their head a little bit. As like, long
2: as, like, one bearded dude, like, nodded his head, all the other bearded dudes would. And which we're, is, I'm, which is I'm a I'm weird I'm sorry, guys, see, I know we got a lot of radio. <laughs> yeah. Which is a
1: weird sight to see because here's the thing. They don't know who has the beard. But they don't because they don't look up, Uh you know, they don't look at it. They don't make eye contact with anybody. It's like the beard force. But as soon as the guy with the beard starts nodding his head, it's like it's got this chain reaction, like Mm. everybody just starts nodding their head. Right. And um, it's it's something wild to behold. I can feel Uh, it. It really is.
2: You know, (laughs) the beard force is strong with that one. Right. All right, so that's the end of Free Press and Curl. The next track I'm about to kick off now is Kill a White Tea. It's got a really long song name. Kill a White Tea. And I don't want to say the whole name of the song. Um, So, yeah, there we go, track nine. So I've had a couple interesting live music experiences in the past couple weeks. All right, well, tell us about some of them. So we went a couple, I guess uh, by the time this comes, oh, shit. That was a hell of a goal. Um, By the time this comes out, you know, it'll be a couple weeks, but we went to see a band called Built to Spill. Uh Uh-huh. Classic, like, 90s indie rock band that's, like, still going, you know. Never was a fan. I'm a fan of, like, some bands around that era, but I was never a fan of theirs. But we like to go to the big shows like that, you know. So, when you go to shows like that, and it's the same thing when I went to see Neutral Milk Hotel not too long ago, one of my all-time favorite bands, uh-huh. indie rock bands, is Pavement. I went to see them at the Tabernacle on their reunion tour in 2009. Got ice thrown at us because we were standing up in the balcony. You haven't you haven't lived until a hipster has thrown ice at you in the balcony of a Pavement show because you won't sit down. That. That's a whole fucking thing right there, man. And that for real happened like like that legitimately happened to us. So in the fucking balcony, in the cheap seats, man, like with the riffraff, you know. It's where they put the poor people for Shakespeare plays, you know. Actually, no, that was on the ground in Shakespeare but anyway. Yeah, okay. So All right, I got gotcha. you. The thing is is like the typically, and I'm not trying to like generalize too much here, but typically the shows of those kind of bands I don't like because everyone's, like, too cool to, like, do anything, you know? Like, to sing along with the songs or to dance around or anything like that, you know? So kind of forget about that. Then we go to that show, and it is. It's just, like, some people are getting really drunk and, like, having a good time. But for the most part, everybody's just standing there with their arms crossed and cheering at the beginning of the song and the end of the song. And I was like, this is just kind of it's kind of boring, you know? It's like, I don't know. I like to go freak out. People are like, this is my favorite band, but you don't, like, freak out during the show. So then this past weekend, we went to see Erica Badu up in South Haven, right outside of Memphis. And it's in a big arena, or a mid-sized arena, you know? It was a really good crowd. But, you know, going to as many shows and stuff as we go to, you kind of forget what it's like to go to a really mainstream show, you know, like somebody has a big mainstream following. Because I don't go to... I hardly ever go to shows unless it's something like that where there's literally people there just to hear one or two songs, you know. Yeah. So there were seats. We had floor seats or seats on the arena. There's seats, you know, all upon you know the, the seated area that's normally there. For like most of that show, 90% of the crowd was sitting down, like even on the floor, you know. And the times when people really got up was when they she played on and on. Of course and, um, the Back in the day That song yeah, yeah. And Tyrone Place went shit When she did Tyrone For the last song You know But again I was just like Man I forget that Like there's artists out there People go just to hear One or two songs And the rest of the time Just sit there And don't pay any Fucking attention And pay
1: 75 80 right. bucks
2: to do it Totally Um, now when we, I told, you know, it was me and, uh, Catherine and my brother, Jess. And so before we went, I was like, guys, we need to be prepared for the fact that we might get told to sit down during the show, you know, like, so luckily we get there and there's this younger group of folks there and they're like, Oh, we're partying, man. They're like passing around Jack Daniels bottle. They're like with you, we're with you guys. But by the time the show started, the dude that was sitting next to Catherine and I was, you know, we were telling him the basketball score and all this stuff. And he was ready to party, but by the time the show started, he was pretty much sitting down with his uh, head in his hands because he was so drunk, like pounding uh, Jack Daniels. I like it. So he was no ally for us, but the (laughs) couple behind us, luckily the couple behind us stood up and danced the entire show. Just like Sweet. we did. We didn't sit down once. And I was like, as long as the people behind you were standing up. Yeah, you're good. Then you're not you're the asshole. Yeah, you're you know? covered. And that's how we got away with it. Um, we didn't sit down once. But I would look up. I just could not believe but, man, when they went into those three, like, big radio hits, that place just, like, came unglued for, like, four minutes. And then she went into a song off, like, New America Part 1, and everybody sits back down again. Yeah. And that's the shit that I really want to hear. Absolutely, know? So yeah. Anyway, just a couple of uh, unique live music experiences. All right, this is Are You, Can You, Were You, in parentheses, you? felt. Song titles as weird as the songs themselves got to love these guys Well the even like the Digable Planet songs were always real like yeah. strange names like uh Reach in a I'm New Refutation ideas. of Time and Space Yeah I love that. <laughs> a like, New Refutation of Time and Space Coming in and out of the truth Blow I mean how weird is that But what was the uh, I mean bring it up like bring up the first album I th- Actually I think they both ha- I think the second one actually has the weirder song names Do you remember the liner notes for the first album? They're like, we want to give, like, fat something hollers to whoever and, like, in the Cosmos and shit. I was in eighth grade when that came out, and I was like, what the fuck are these people talking about? This is incredible. Dude,
1: it was great. Yeah. Like,
2: it was just... Because it took, like, Tribe and law and said, what if we made it, like, jazzier and weirder? And they did the shit out of it, too, which is incredible.
1: All right, so reaching. Reaching didn't really have. I mean, it had Rebirth of Slick, Cool, like that. Um, uh, Jimmy digging cats. Uh, but everything we'll else we be digging pretty, this. Yeah. We'll be
2: digging that. Escape. I think a blowout comb. I think had the weirder Skates songs. It, though, right?
1: Escapism and all that. But mm-hmm. yeah, let me go to blowout comb real quick.
2: Because blowout comb is by far the weirder album. And since rebirth, of slick was so popular as a single. Yeah. Blowout comb was so disappointing to so many people.
1: Yeah, you had a uh, KB's alley, mood dudes groove. Yeah. The Art of Easing, mm. um, Dial 7, Axioms of Creamy Spies. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you had like Burrow Check and uh, the May 4th Movement, Black Ego, stuff like that. That's but a yeah. killer song. Dial that 7, Axioms so of Creamy good. Spies.
2: And, so, we ma- yeah, and yeah. so many people didn't like it because there wasn't another like hit song on there or whatever and Rebirth the Slick was only popular because it came out at like the exact moment yeah. when it needed to come out to be popular yeah. you know not taking away from the fact that it's a fantastic song the groove in that song like if you wanted to like represent the 90s you could yeah. make an argument that that's the song you pick you yeah, know absolutely. it's that fucking good but then eventually Blowout home Blowout Home went over a lot of people's head. That shit was like Afro futuristic, and everybody thought they were like a happy group. That any you know, yeah, and they came out with that shit. Blowout Home
1: was dark. It like, is,
2: and that, that's it's yeah. Like, it's yeah. like it's real dark, and it's not Rebirth of Slick. And the thing is, if you listen to Reach and that whole album, isn't that no, song either? No, you all. know what I'm saying? Um, and Blowout Home just took it even. I remember. Further. I remember
1: Friends. You know, you of course you know you've got the tape, and so you're listening to the. You know you you. You want to hear, you know, cool like that. But then you get, like, into the rest of the album. And that was when Us 3, you know, Us 3 had that track and everything.
2: (laughs) What was it? How did that song? That was at, uh... Uh, Us 3 came a little bit later, right? Was that Shabam Sadiq that was in Us 3? No. It's somebody but that song had the trumpet in the song is that that Cantaloupe Cantaloupe yeah who's a rapper in us three uh, isn't it somebody that has a name for themselves afterwards
1: well Shabam Sadiq was in it later you're right okay um, I don't think he was part of it when they released uh, Cantaloupe yeah
2: no but like like you're saying I mean that was just the, the timing and the, the thing with uh, Reach In is that song The abortion song on there, yeah. Is like That crept on to so many people Who actually did listen To the whole album Or whatever
1: Yeah, um,
2: yeah. But holy cow Yeah there's some deep shit On that album And then Blow Out Comb was just like I'm
1: literally gonna go listen To both of those albums tonight
2: Yeah um, I listened to Reach In at the gym A few weeks ago But I'll, I'll do Blow Out Comb Again um, This week Yeah Us Th- 3 those came are, out. Oh I'm sorry Oh go ahead
1: Us 3 came out in
2: 93 Oh it did yeah. I was thinking it was A little bit later than that because what, Reaching was 91? 92? Because I was in eighth grade, so that would have been 91 or 92. Oh, really? Yeah. Reaching? Yeah. yeah. So, well, that's right. That would have been. Yeah, I've still sort of been in eighth grade at that time, or almost ninth grade. Actually, you know, even we remember had, had
1: Jazmataz
2: coming out then. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, Falling Up the Beanstalk. This is the last song on the uh, live album. You had, uh, who else was it? Uh,
1: uh, uh Buckshot LaFunk. Mm-hmm. Remember them? They were, uh, Bingley. they were uh, Brantford Marsalis. Oh, then, uh, yeah. DJ Premier did a lot of production on the first yeah. one.
2: Branford the cool so Marsalis. <laughs> Winton's a prick. I a back, and I understood but like
0: this, like this, I fell in love with a girl.
2: I need you to go back say. and listen to that uh, Us Three song, at least. I haven't listened to that forever. That'd be great for a DJ set. Yeah. Everyone loved that song, but didn't really want to admit it. And then Shabam Sadiq was just so popular, like, with the whole Raucous crowd yeah. in the late 90s. Like, he was all over those first two sound-bombing albums. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do I we mean, he was now. He was on the Black Star
0: album. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
2: I mean, that Native Tongues, you know, like backwash kind of just produced so much jazzy hip hop. Oh, yeah. You know, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, Native Tongues had a lot of jazz influence, but they weren't like. Like, you know, most of their songs, all all told, weren't like overtly oh, jazzy. Yeah. You know, there's yeah, yeah. "We Got the Jazz," you know, shit like that. But the, you know, Digable Planets, Us Three, those groups that came after that were very much I think, like. I think Digable Planets was the
1: only group that that approached it from a jazz perspective, where they were making, where they still kind of almost thought, almost thought of themselves as jazz, yeah. as a jazz. Group, mm-hmm. you know, because they approached it from that sense. Right. Nobody else really did. I mean, the Jazzmatazz, first Jazzmatazz record, did and a little did bit. He did that
2: very purposefully, yeah. you know, okay. totally, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I totally agreed. Um, and it's so, to that point, to bring it full circle, I think that's what's so great about this group, about Shabazz Palaces, is that. Um, it is very much a jazz sensibility where you—it's very open-ended on the music, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like swing and jazz or anything, but the sensibility of it is so. Um, let's just start playing and see where it goes, and just kind of see what yeah. yeah. And the and songs it, and sound I can see that, that way, a lot. Yeah. absolutely.
1: And and it—it it definitely had that vibe. It definitely had vibe. that, uh, that vibing vibin out, vibing out uh, <laughs> feel to it. Totally, I'd be vibing out with like you know, you know, man, it's cool. <laughs> You
2: know, just, just is that cool. how you vibe out? Yeah. yeah All right, yeah. we're learning some stuff today, ladies yeah, and man. gentlemen. I mean, you know this. I vibe like out. it. You just, it's, it's cool. <laughs> you just
1: laid back. And don't
2: worry about it, man. It's cool. Next week's podcast is gonna be no music, say, just 50 say, minutes of bloggy Bonilla uh, saying um, it's cool, vibing out for just you. Vibing it's coming. We're just vibing. I'll have dude.
1: my I'll have my dark circular uh <laughs> sunglasses on. <laughs> My uh,
2: pork pie hat. Nice. It'll be cool. Yeah. Um. Maybe not listen <laughs> next week. But if you want to join yeah. us the week May, after, yeah, that'd join us be great. The week after when I've, uh, you know, when he's done vibing <laughs> I'm out. Done vibing I promise out. he'll be angry again at some point. He's vibing out this week. I haven't been angry for a little while. Yeah. But how? Maybe if you vibe too much, you get angry. I don't know. Yin yeah, and yang. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of Shabazz Palaces album. Really. No, it's uh, you, you know, know. End of, like on the macro level I'm angry about a lot of things. Yeah. On the micro level, like around my life and home and friends, that's all been good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I understand like, you know.
2: And Rufus is pissing me on, off right on now, out, On
1: the outside I'm a little, you know, get, out, on the outside I agree, there's a lot yeah. to be upset about. On the inside it's like, you
2: mm-hmm. know, it's cool. Yeah. You know. I wake up every morning, I'm woke, I vibe out. It's all good. All right, so that's the end of the Shabazz Palaces album. Check that out. I'll have a link up on the description for you. Um, to end us out today, um, trying to keep with our trying to keep with our uh, goal of getting back to playing more music from a uh, Jackson artist. Uh, this is Ray Kincaid, an up and coming hip hop artist here in Jackson, Mississippi, um, who we're fans of um, this is from his uh, newest mixtape called artistic depression i'll have a link up for that for you to check out uh, this is called the dojo 2 um, produced by magic beats uh, ray kinkade is in that kind of this um up and coming i say like class or group of new rappers here in jackson including like antoine perkins and t um, the champ and you know folks like that um, who's, yeah, who's yeah, Silas, Adala uh, Black, who's kind of like this new generation. Um, as we kind of uh, think of the old, it's, it's interesting. In the old, you know, we think of the old school in Jackson as being Fitch, Child, infamous Skip Coon. Not calling any of my good friends old or anything, but uh, there is luckily a, a newer generation of rappers coming, doing really interesting stuff. Um, so it's Ray Kincaid. That's K. I. N. C. A. I. D. Um, he had a good feature in the Jackson Free Press and the Clarion Ledger recently. So. We highly suggest checking that out. You can check out his new mixtape for free on SoundCloud. So um, I think we've said everything we have to say. We'll probably just let this play out. You got anything else to add for this week, Mr. Bloggy Bonilla?
1: No, not really. Um, it's cool.
2: There's a release show Friday night at Offbeat, um, Mac Life's release show. Yeah. Uh, if you happen to be in the Memphis area on Saturday, there's a record convention at the Stacks Museum. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. That'll be cool. Um, and then next Thursday, Physics for Poets makes their triumphant return. At Sneaky Beans. At Sneaky Beans. Yeah, that shit's going to be nuts. Um, yeah, it's going to be good stuff. Probably standing room only, I would <laughs> right um if all eight chairs are taken on the deck of sneaky beans and it will become standing room only so that's the goal we need at least nine people there to make it standing room only so you guys come uh show out show up and show out as they say show we need nine people at the show, to show. yeah all right so that's the end of the rake and case song you guys please check that out don't forget um you know we listened to the new savvy mixtape last week support these local jackson artists um We've done better this year because we did the Mr. Fluid album yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. check out the new Antoine Perkins album. And, yeah, just support the local hip hop. Um, so I guess that's it. Uh, we will see you next week. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. I, I have no idea it. what we're going to do next week. Oh, real quick. There was a lot of new music that came out this week. We had a lot to choose from this week. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I remember there was the Blueprint Featuring Aesop Rock yeah. album. What else is it that you sent me that it came down to this and one other? Do you um, remember what it was? I
1: think Apathy put out a new album. There's a new Apathy album, uh, right? The Cleaners. The Cleaners is, are um, the Self-Jupiter. Self-Jupiter. Yeah. Uh, Seven Davis Jr.
2: That's what it is.
1: Um, yeah. Zoe mm-hmm. from the uh, Foreign Exchange right. family, Extended Family. Uh, I think that's about it.
2: Yeah, it came down. There was nothing that we really just said we have to do. Um so we had a, a pretty good list of stuff, and I said, you know what? We've never done a live album. Let's do yeah. the live album. So, but go check all that out. Uh, there's all kinds of good stuff um, that came out last week, and, uh, and coming
1: up, we've got like DJ Shadow, uh, Schoolboy Q. That
2: Shadow album, that that song he released has Niles Fromm on it, which is one of yeah. my like favorite artists that I've heard in the past like three years. Niles Fromm has an album out with his group called Non Keen. Right now, I was listening to it today. Fantastic. If you like trippy instrumental beats and stuff um but i'm really looking forward to that dj shadow i'm looking for him to impress did, me again which he has a done. track too. yes yeah. um so i'm looking for that album to be impressive after like a string of albums that i don't even listen to ever yeah. you know ever since like the second one um but yeah it's been good for underground hip-hop i'm looking forward to listening to that blueprint album um and the definitely the cleaner self Jupiters a shit so yeah
1: with kenny seagal who's like a Drumming, bassy, kind of mm-hmm. grimy. I'd, I'd say just more like a grimy. Oh, speaking of, um, I don't know what grimy. Maybe just his mm-hmm. voice. Did you hear the new Danny Boy? Danny Boy track today? Or I mean, not Danny Boy. Danny Brown.
2: No, I saw there was up. I haven't listened to it. He's got an, He's working on an album. I think. Yeah,
1: it's real.
2: Glitchy, good. Yeah. I like that it about works. him. Yeah, it works really well. With he them. does so many drugs that he makes his song sound like drug music, which is really my favorite genre of music. Is drug music songs about and influenced songs, by songs drugs. Songs you can vibe out and, totally. and do drugs <laughs> and do drugs. That's why Rick keeps talking to me about coloring book, and I'm like, Man. it's not druggy enough. Like no, it, I don't at all. It sounds like they cut his drug balls off of him. Yeah. You know? I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't
1: smoke cigarettes. You can't do drugs. You can't drink. Mm-mm. Um, Bored. Hang out with Kanye in the studio.
2: Yeah. Smoking, drinking, and drugs are three of the four food groups. You know, it's right. like, what are you living? You just, a yeah. man can't live off bread alone. It's in the <laughs> Bible, you know. You got to have smoking, <laughs> drinking, and drugs um, to go along with it. So I don't even know how Chance is still alive, to be quite honest. I, I yeah. don't know how he's operating. He's anymore. living off like a. <laughs> a fucking medieval peasant diet right now. All you can consume is bread. And that's not good. You don't want all those carbs, man. So get back to smoking and drinking and doing drugs and I'll listen to your next album. That's the way I'll put it. But I say that um, not really liking the new Chance album is like the biggest asshole move right now because most of the world absolutely loves it. You know what I'm saying? Especially like non hip hop fans like fans friends of mine that are like listen to like three rap albums a year and this is one of the three they're listening to and when you're like it's just really not
1: that good it's not good And listen people
2: yeah and then I mean there's a like we did it yeah yeah, we did it on the podcast there's a couple songs I really dig but I'm like guys it's like I would listen to acid rap five times before I listen to that before like, I listen to coloring book, like, I'll can never I, listen can to coloring I, book again. Yeah. Probably. Can I
1: get mad? Can I get mad real quick? Yes, Look. we've been
2: waiting for this. Look. You've been vibing out too long.
1: <laughs> the album was terrible. Hot like, take. Um, I listened. I listened to it like sparingly before we played it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I kind of just like skimmed through it, and I was very like, okay, ho hum. But but I was gonna get a bit to benefit it out and let us listen to it on the podcast. Right Uh, because it sounded very musical, so I was like, look, there's probably some stuff I'm missing Mm -hmm. here. Let me catch the whole thing. Right. So I listened to it on the podcast, and I was just kind of underwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. And then just not to be a complete jerk, I listened to it again to make sure that I wasn't being just a jerk for the sake of being a jerk, and I hated it even more. So the third time I listened to it.
2: Oh, no, you didn't do it three times.
1: I, no, no, no. Well, the third, I, I'm just talking about that time. Right. The third time I really listened to it. The first time, I count the skimming as listening to
2: it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, still, so
1: three then listens. After, after three listens, I despised the album. The right. only song, and here's here's how you know for me, if you know anything about me, this is how you know how bad it is. The only song on the album I like has mm-hmm. 2 chains and Lil Wayne on it. Me
2: too. It. Now... We, and, di- we differ on this, and, but and that's, 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 that's a saying. bold statement. So that's, that's a bold a, statement yeah, totally. for me it's to a, say: a like, look, statement. the
1: only Chance the Rapper song I like is the one with freaking Titty Boy on it. Right. Because yeah. I've never said that before about anything totally. about in in life.
2: I think our hopefully our listeners know fifty nine episodes in how bold of a statement that is. It's a very bold statement. I, and I I have been we've I openly have, argued about this yeah, on we, the we, podcast yeah. several times. <laughs> um, no, but uh, seriously, and that's but again like it's one of those albums that just so many people dig. Because again, if you've only if you only listen to three rap albums in twenty sixteen that's probably going to be the best one you listen to, you know? Because then the take is, oh, I like it better than The Life of Pablo, which I'm not going to begrudge anyone that. I think both those albums suck, but I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck you, it's not as good as The Life of Pablo. Actually, it's better than that one, but there's two of your three rap albums this year. Throw one other one in there, and coloring book's the best thing you've heard all year rap-wise. Like,
1: Life of Pablo is terrible. Life of Pablo is
2: quite possibly... And Hot takes. We're getting hot takes okay. here at the end. I like it.
1: Life of Pablo is probably the worst piece of crap I've heard in my life. Mm. And uh, take into consideration, like, I've listened to an Adina How- Howard record before. <laughs> um, uh, I had a girlfriend that was really into Justin Timberlake at one point. Um, I've listened to really terrible K-pop
2: stuff. Mm, So all this
1: stuff is better
2: You're putting all that than The Life of Pablo. Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's just the most... I don't know. I just think it's terrible,
2: man. As a teacher, the way I looked at Life of Pablo is that you come in the first day of class and you tell your students that they have the whole semester to write an essay and then you give them their topic like three weeks in, Right which gives them 13 more weeks to write their essay, and then all of your students write it at 2 a.m., the morning before it's due, turn it in, and then want to come to my office and ask if they can revise it before I grade it. That's what The Life of Pablo was. You had, like, ever since Yeezus, so at least two years, to make this album. Everyone's anticipating it. You were hyping it up, and then you just throw the album together the night before you play it at Madison Square Garden. And then you go back and change it on title like three times before it's like an official release. And that's exactly what he did with that album.
1: Uh, Exactly. And And then that is a good way to put it. I like that.
2: And then Coloring Book sounds like you you had the you knew the essay was due and your friend halfway did an essay the semester before and you took that and finished it for him that's what coloring book sounds like to me <laughs> it sounds like you didn't even make the album but i know you did i know yeah. that you added the details to it um because it doesn't I, I had you in my class last semester when you wrote acid rap i was like that's what your writing is this is just something that your friend, like, did too much work on, or whatever, yeah. you know, and it yeah, sounds yeah. contrived. So, um, <laughs> and look, that's an asshole move because, look, at the end of the year, uh, Life of Pablo and Coloring Book are going to be,
1: yeah, two albums in the, in the of top ten. Of
2: album. Every list yeah. you look at from Pitchfork, Pitchfork gave it like almost a nine, I think. Pitchfork, Rolling Stone, Spin, The Hip Complex, those are going to be two albums in the top 10 of everything you see and we're going to be sitting here like a bunch of dickholes not liking those albums but well, we we put it out there man we we said and I stand I stand by it I do too man I've been listening to music in general and hip hop in specific for way too long in my life almost a third of my life now I've been like an avid music fan so I feel the the right to Take a stance every now and again, you know. So there you go. Um, so we've been talking for far too long, I think, now <laughs> after the music is over. Uh, we normally don't do that. So, as always, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, um, you are one of our heroes, no question. Um, we will uh, come back next week. Uh, this was episode 59. I don't think I've really mentioned that yet. So, next week will be episode 60. Um, so we'll not do anything special for that. We'll just play the fucking episode next week like we normally yeah. do. <laughs> so um there's that. Um so yeah, thanks again for listening. Don't forget, uh, check us out all over Comprehensive Be Down at iTunes and Facebook, Com Beat Down at Twitter, Comprehensive Be Down at Gmail, KBtalock dot Media Network com. Mm-hmm. Come check out Physics for Poets at Sneaky Beans next week. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear a bunch of songs mixed together, they should not be mixed together. Standing room only. Standing room only. Once the ninth person shows up, we are standing room only. That's like, I mean, that's like live at Budokan. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's like, that's big time for us. Live at Budokan. Yeah. Oh. Man, I should make posters that say Live at Boobacon and uh, use um, <laughs> uh, the movie Rock and Roll. Like, yeah. use some images from that. That's what we're doing for the next <laughs> Physics report <for> <laughs> <laughs> Live at Boobacon. All right, cool. So uh, that's enough of that. So, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, thanks for listening this long, if you have. You're probably just waking up now and going, they're fucking still talking. And yeah, if so we you're are.
1: still listening...
2: A dollar? Are we, are we doing the dollar doing thing dollar?
1: I, Do we not have a PayPal set up yet so they can give us dollars?
2: Well, I guess we do. We have an email address now. Um, that's really all you yeah, need we for gotta PayPal. Yeah, we've got to set that up. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're setting up the PayPal. So <laughs> holler at us if you've made it this far. I guess we'll start a GoFundMe after that. Right. Um, all right, cool. So uh, thanks again for checking us out. I'm Silent G. I'm Blagabunia. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.